Welcome, everyone, to Straight Ballin'. What is the aftermath of the greatest weekend ever? This uh, this recording could have gone a lot different. Uh, had Duke not pulled off what they pulled off, which we will get to in a bit. I know, and I most I know most of you are like, oh, I wish I was listening to Sam in a different in a different way. Maybe you'll get that chance next week, uh, but you're not because Duke won. And had they lost, yeah, you would be getting a different uh, different Sam right now. However, I took some time off, regardless, to uh, soak in the game, look at some things, uh, watch some replays, read all the texts that I got. You know, I love, this is what I enjoy, okay? I know, I, I feel the love, right? Within five minutes of that game, I received text messages from over 10 different people, and probably with about 30 texts overall. Uh, some positive, some negative, uh, some with their opinions, wrong or right. Um, just given their, I guess, two cents. So we'll get to Duke in a little bit. But again, this is, I'm recording on Sunday night. It's it's about 7.40. Got Virginia Tech on. What up, Henrik? They're uh, in a tight game with Liberty right now. Uh, as everyone knows, Duke played. I'm assuming, if you're listening to this podcast, you know that that Duke played at 4.30, and they just got done recently, and they pulled off a great game. And again, let's get to that in a bit. Okay, let's let's rewind a little bit to the the beginning of the week, and let's cover the Wisconsin. I didn't talk about Marquette a lot this year in straight balling, but let's let's give them their uh, their fair their fair shake tonight. Uh, let's just cover um, Wisconsin and Marquette in one kind of one little swoop here. Uh, so I believe someone someone said that. A 12 seed had never beaten a five seed in by 18 or nine, whatever. The, it was the biggest margin of victory. And I think it's back to back now, right? So Marquette won by, or Marquette lost by 19 and Wisconsin lost by 18. Congratulations to those Wisconsin teams. Congratulations to UWGB, the only team in Wisconsin still playing in a postseason tournament. You've got to be sick to your stomach if you are a Marquette fan. And I know a couple people that are, maybe mainly one. And I know you're not happy, <laughs> nor should you be. And no, we do not want Wojo back. If there was any hope of Wojo taking over for Coach K, I think he's basically burned that bitch to the ground. Uh, I don't want him. As a Duke fan, I would not want Wojo. I know there's a bunch of stuff that goes into play with everything, but Marquette did not look good towards the end of the year. When you let a guy like Marcus Howard just kind of have free reign and do whatever it's that's what you get you're gonna live with that you're gonna die by that and they and they died by it it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're in nba or college or youth you know high school if you if you're gonna let a kid just take free reign and do whatever it's gonna come back to burn you it's just the way it is so marquette loses bad to murray state and it's, you know to be fair uh john moran is unbelievable they got beat uh yesterday but they're they're he's good He's good. And that team's okay, whatever, but he's he's good. And he he destroyed Marquette. Marquette had no answer for him and no adjustments, nothing. And, th- and that's it. Just have at it, Ja. And there you go. Then you got Wisconsin. And no one should be surprised at this one, right? I don't know if there's a Wisconsin fan out there that is really surprised that they lost to Oregon and lost in the fashion that they did. I had heard multiple people say, this is not a good matchup. Oregon's way too athletic. We're, we're screwed. And yeah, that's uh, that's what happened. Absolutely screwed. Wisconsin got destroyed by Oregon by 18. And it, it's the the story of this team was they can't shoot, right? Which is kind of crazy to me. Like you have a player like Hap who demands so much attention in the post, 
that you can't surround. I mean, you should surround them with shooters, right? And Trice goes two for 10 from three. Davison goes 0 for seven. That's like the story of the year. I know Trice started out hot, right? In the beginning of the year. Davison was, all right. I don't want to say he was awful all year, but he did not shoot well. I feel like, I feel like in this, this podcast that I've done for, I think I'm on week 14. I feel like I've talked about Davison shooting like shit multiple times. More than I have that he's shot well, right? It's, I mean, they shot six of 30. Six of 30 from three for the game. Like, what do you, what do you expect? <laughs> Guards got to go. Sorry, got to go. It's time. It is time, and I get it that uh, maybe there's, you know, some of these guys are Bo Ryan's guys, right? These seniors are Bo Ryan's guys. I don't, does anyone see anything changing? Does anyone see anything changing? Apparently, they got some good freshmen coming in. I'll believe it when I see it. They don't have any good guys coming in from Wisconsin, okay? Jalen Johnson can talk all about how he's all, all he wants. He hasn't made a decision yet, and maybe he hasn't made a decision. I'm quite sure that Jalen Johnson has made a decision that he's not going to Wisconsin. You got one of the Davis twins in the cross, I think, who only offers Wisconsin, so maybe he just lands there by default. I just don't see, regardless of who they get, how this is going to change with the way guard coaches this, this team. There, I have one of my best friends, Mike. I love you. Mike's a very, very positive human being. And even <laughs> he's on the point of like, I can't watch this team. This is awful basketball to watch. I, just, I cannot, cannot watch it. And that's where we're at with Wisconsin. Something, something needs to change. And if it doesn't change, then I'm sorry, Badger fans, but this is, what the, sh- this is the shit you're going to deal with for years to come. And that's okay. It's okay. It is okay for head coaching, for coaches to change, for them to get fired and move on and to get someone else in. This loyalty shit, at some point, I mean, you've got to produce, correct? You've got to be effective and you've got to be successful. And don't give me the shit that they finished the top five of the Big Ten, blah, blah, blah. If you guys are Badger fans, you know this team has got no chance. They're awful. They lose the teams they should never lose to all the time. It's just, it's, it's awful, okay? If you are a Badger fan and you enjoy watching this team and you think Greg Gard is an awesome coach and they need to stick with him and this is the way it is going to be and this they need to just and ride this out and we'll get the players in and they'll and they'll uh they'll adjust to his system and we're going to be successful you're fucking crazy you are absolutely crazy it it's not working and it's not going to work and if it does then I will be the first one to come on my podcast and admit that I was wrong but as far as I can see this team is not getting any better anytime soon as long as guard is in charge let's talk about duke all of you people wanted me to come out here and be all sad and pissed off and and throw a tantrum and you're probably right i would have what what an amazing game against central florida so let's start off should we start off with taco fall i mean zion is the most electric and amazing player in in college basketball let's 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 just start off with taco fall so if the, I, i'm assuming if you listen to this podcast you understand who taco falls you know who he is and the big thing was today was that how big his wingspan is. Right, he's seven, he's seven six, and he's not a seven six like Sean Bradley, one hundred and fifty pounds or one hundred and ninety five pounds. He's seven six, and he's like three ten. So he's got some thickness to him. He's got an eight four wingspan, which is just freaking ridiculous. He doesn't jump very well, right? He doesn't jump, and he doesn't jump all that often. But if you miss a shot, he's most likely going to get uh, a putback. He's going to get the rebound, and he's going to just dunk it because he is, you know. He's seven six, and he can just dunk it every time. So, I'll uh, first off by say I'll just say this, right? I got a lot of stuff on my board here, and, and I might bounce back and forth here, right? We'll get to officiating. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of 
kind of calls. You know, Taku gets a couple falls in the first half. Reddish is in foul trouble. You never want to see that crap. Zion commits a stupid fall in the first five minutes. Like, what do you, you know, that could have come back to haunt you and it didn't, thank God. But um, we'll get to more officiating because I know that there was a couple calls in the end there. But a, but a couple of, th- I guess, the glaring things for me, right? Okay, I'm going to just go, I'll start on the Central Florida side because I just <laughs> pissed off when I talk about the Duke side. But was anyone guarding Dawkins? I'm I'm curious. Was anyone guarding Dawkins? He went off for 32 and, and four, and I'm just like, is this guy in mock drafts? I and I, full disclosure, I do not watch Central Florida basketball. Jeff, you are my uncle. You went to Central Florida. Please give me some information on Dawkins because I have not been able to watch him, but he looked unbelievable. Like if you watched one game of him, you're like, he's a, he's a lottery pick. Obviously, he's gonna be he's gonna go in the first round of the NBA draft next year for sure. He was unbelievable. And they UCF shot great. They shot uh, nine of eighteen from three, but it's not like they were challenged that much from three. Like Duke was kind of in a zone, kind of sitting there, and they just they gave open threes, and and Central Florida hit them. Speaking of shooting threes, Trey motherfucking Jones, and I'm going to call him that from now on. What the hell are you doing? Five of fifteen from the field, one of eight from three. Okay. I want everyone to understand this. If you did not watch the eight three-pointers that Trey Jones shot, every single one of them was unguarded. I'm, I'm not talking hand down, someone two feet away. I am talking people that are five to ten feet away from him, not even paying attention to him, shooting the three. They had Taco Fall guarding him for the second half for the most part because they knew that he can't, they know that he can't shoot. And Trey Jones being the intelligent Apparently, the intelligent Jones brother decides, I'm just going to start launching threes here. I Look, I understand he hit a big three in the second half. He is awful at shooting. I got multiple texts from people. Is Trey Jones this bad of a shooter? Yes, he is. He is 100% that bad of a shooter. He is an awful, awful, awful shooter. I said this towards the end of the game. Evan was over here watching the game with me. Coach K got outcoached. I mean, outcoached without a doubt. Dawkins made adjustments, came out of timeouts, had plays, went on runs, and Coach K decided to play seven guys. Okay? Seven guys. I understand that Alex O'Connell is not the greatest basketball player on earth. Okay? Maybe you put him in because he's a decent shooter. Maybe. I don't know. You wasted Joey Baker uh, his his freshman year. You can't redshirt him. And you don't play him at all. He played like three, three, five, four, six, whatever minutes in a game. And now he can't redshirt. And he's like the best shooter in your team. And no, it's not Cam Reddish. And I understand Cam Reddish was three for four from three, I believe it was. Or uh, two for, I think it was three for four, two for three, whatever. And he, you know, he had 13, four and two. He is, he's apparently this three and D guy. Okay. So one thing he didn't do well all year was shoot threes. And the one thing he didn't do well tonight at all was play defense. He gave, he, he had four fouls with like 15 minutes left in the second half. That's stupid. Like, that's just dumb. He put himself in stupid, stupid position and picked up stupid fouls. And he put Duke in a chance, put us in a position to lose. And Trey Jones just launching and jacking all these shots put Duke in a position to lose. And Coach K didn't do one damn thing about it. You saw the last play when Zion, when Taco picked up his fifth foul and Zion went right at him. I understand that if you do that, there's a likelihood that he's going to get blocked, right? 50% chance, he, 50% of the time, you might get blocked. The other 50% of the time, he's going to get a, a foul. He's going to get a foul on Taco. Do it every time. Not, maybe not every time. I get it. Like, he can't do everything every time. 
go at Taco all the time and see what happens. I can't believe Zion had 32, 11, and 4. I was amazed. He looked like shit. I, I said at one point in the first half, I'm like, it looks like he never even t- he's never picked up a basketball before. He could not dribble the ball. He dribbled it off his foot or just bobbled it multiple, multiple times. And a couple were turnovers, a couple he got back, but he looked he looked nervous. He looked shaky. And that's, I've never seen that from him. And I couldn't believe he ended up with 30. I mean, he shot three of seven from three, which is great. Thank God he was hitting some threes. Uh, thank God he can't shoot free throws because... Had he made that free throw at the end, who knows what happens in the game, but he misses the free throw. And that's why you go at Taco, right? He misses the free throw at the end of the game. Taco's not in the game. RJ gets a gets a rebound and gets a put back and Duke goes up by one. Okay. We can talk about officiating all we want. There was a, I think Taco's third foul call was awful, but then he would have gotten another one, but they didn't call it. Zion got called for a charge towards the end of the game. That was bullshit. Dawkins, I believe, flopped a little bit. Um, you know, there's... I got a text about the last play where that's not, I'm sorry, you're not making that call. You're not. The calls, officials are not going to make that call. The guy was, he, he shot a runner. If he would have gone into Trey Jones, he could have gotten the fall call. He didn't. He went towards the baseline, chucked it up, went off the glass. I can't believe that didn't go in. I can't believe Dawkins tip didn't go in. Dawkins did not get fouled on the tip. He And the other thing he didn't get was boxed out by RJ Barrett. Everyone go back and watch that last play. Watch RJ Barrett just stand there. Just like his feet are in cement, just watching a play from the top of the key as Dawkins goes past him and has a potential tip in for for the win. Luckily he missed it. I do not I do not know how that went in. Shot clock call. I don't know. You know if you're a Duke fan, you're going to say it didn't hit the rim. If you're not, you're going to say it did. I just I saw it and I said, I understand why they made it, they kept the call because you couldn't really say one way or another. I didn't see I didn't see the ball the the rotation of the ball move once it hit the rim. You see it move when it hits the backboard. But if it hit the rim, it would have been before that, and the rotation of the ball would have changed, and it didn't. So that's why I would say, I would say that it did not hit the rim. Again, it's irrelevant at this point. Uh, the, the game's over, right? Duke won the game, thank God, for me. I know, again, you guys all wanted me to come on here and <laughs> be pissed off, and it probably would have been pretty fun. I actually thought to myself, maybe we should have recorded this podcast like at, live at, at the end of the game. I don't know if it's possible going forward to do that. I don't even know if I want to do that. That's bad. Like you think I swear a lot now, and I do. I it was even my mom texted me. She goes, "I can hear the f bombs from here," and my mom's in Florida, so and she's right. She's correct. There was there was some swearing going on over here, but uh, that's that's what it's it it brings out the worst and best in you when you watch the teams that you love so much play. But I'm happy that Duke's moving on. I know everyone's pissed off that Duke because they want to see Duke lose. But everyone knows that Duke in the tournament makes the tournament much, much better. Do you really want to see Liberty play Central Florida on Friday? Do you? Do you really want to? No, you don't. Admit it, you don't. No one wants to watch that crap. We want to watch the top teams go. I don't want to watch Kentucky and Tyler Hero win any games. I would have loved for them to lose yesterday. But I'm happy they won so that when they play Duke in the national championship, they can get absolutely throttled again. Not n- not for the first time, but again. Moving on. All right, I think we covered Duke. I got all my, do I have all my board stuff? Did I say RJ went 16-8? Ah, you know, RJ did his thing, I guess. Uh, we talked about everything else, so we're good with Duke. Okay, we they play the, the winner of Liberty, uh, Virginia Tech, which is on right now. Let me get a score here. Got a replay. It's close. Um... That's not close. 58-50, Virginia Tech's up. Three minutes left. So we get a, we're going to get a Duke-Virginia Tech. I'd, I'd rather play Liberty to win. I think it's easier. But 
Virginia Tech, I don't think is anything special. And yeah, Virginia Tech beat Duke, and we know the circumstances there. Much bunch of players missing. I don't count any games that Zion didn't play. That's the way it works. So we'll move on. Wisconsin guys, McCabe alive, still in the CBI. They play tomorrow night. Uh, tune in to your game cast on your ESPN app because they're not on TV. Either is GB, by the way. They're still they play Tuesday night. Again, congratulations to Marquette, Wisconsin for sucking balls. UWGB, good job. You're still alive in your postseason tournament. Halliburton faded. He he had a he started off great, and I'm I'm not sure if we're going to see. And we're going to talk about mock drafts in a little bit here, but I'm I I haven't seen his name lately. Uh, he went four two and one. They lost to Ohio State. I mean, great year. That's I don't think he exceeded expectations by far. What people thought. I mean, everyone thought he was going to redshirt. Me included. I mean, because he's 165 pounds. But he had a great freshman year. You cannot take that away from him. I'm assuming he'll be back next year. I can't I believe there is a chance that he's going to get drafted. I know that the draft this year is weak. It's top heavy. It's, you got Zion, you got Morant, you got Barrett. But it's after that, it's 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 weak. So I, I guess if he gets a guarantee in the first round, he's going to go. But let's be honest, he's not he's not ready for the NBA. Speaking of not ready for the NBA, Tyler Hero. Do we have to talk about this? Great game yesterday, Tyler. Bring it back. We got two things to talk about, Tyler. Game yesterday, nine, he went for 9, 6, and 4. 2 of 11 from the field, 1 of 6 from 3. He looked out, uh, just out of place. Hits a big 3 towards the end. Then hits the backboard, the side of the backboard from a baseline 3. Then almost airballs a baby hook. He just, he didn't, he looked like a freshman. And I've said it this year before. There was times that he looked like a freshman. It's, again, me talking about Tyler Hill this way is not going to be, a, is not a surprise to anyone. Okay, so everyone just calm down. All right. So they win. They beat Wofford 62-56. They move on. There was a story written. I think it's a Bleacher Report story. If you Google it, just Google Tyler Hero. They'll, I mean, sure, it'll, it'll pop up. You know, there's the news and there's a story. And it's just about his, his life kind of in high school and how he's hated. And he's embracing this hatred and being the villain and all this stuff. And I, I just, I, I, I had some thoughts about it before I read it. And people gave me some thoughts, you know, their thoughts on it too. And I thought I would for surely come out of it that I, I just was 100% out on Tyler Hill that I would, I would, I would hate him. I shouldn't say hate's a strong word. I would dislike, dislike him even more. I tell you who I do, do dislike even more. And that's his father. And I love it. I think it's interesting, right? You, you, you write this article and you can, you can, you can veer people however you want to how they feel about this article, how they feel about certain people within an article, how they write something, right? And I think we were supposed to like be proud of his dad or like, oh my God, his dad was so hard on him, but that's why Tyler is who Tyler is. And his dad, you know, read the article again, but his dad hammers on him, right? They, they got in shouting matches, okay? You've heard, you've heard me talk in the past about parents yelling from the stands at their kids. It's fucking awful. So Chris Hero, it's awful that you did that. I, you can you can tell me that it's not awful because this is what made Tyler. I'm going to guess for sure that Tyler Hero would still be at Kentucky playing basketball if you didn't yell at him from the stands like an obnoxious father thinking that he was God's gift to the world. Okay, I'm going to guess that Tyler Hero would be fine without his father yelling at him nonstop from the stands, making a scene. It's embarrassing for kids. All right, I've talked about the, on the I've talked about this stuff on the podcast before. You parents who coach your kids from the stands, you got to knock it off. Not be, not only because you just look like morons and idiots, 
but it undermines coaching. All right. You are not, you want to be their coach at home, be their coach at home. You want to run home from the game, give them some tips. That's fine. No one needs you yelling at these kids from the stands. Okay. But I, here's what I love it too. Okay. And I, and I don't, I'm not going to name names, these kids' names, but everyone knows, everyone knows Hero's family. He's got two younger brothers, right? I'm going to guess that Father Hero yells at his two younger ones as much as he yells or he yelled at Tyler. And I'm going to also guess that those two boys, or maybe one of them, whatever, I know one of them is not going to end up playing basketball at Kentucky. So are we going to praise Chris Hero for making Tyler this strong competitor and oh he's a villain now and i mean he's got such tough such tough skin and he's a man and he look at how, what he endured and he got to go and he's in, he's playing kentucky and he's he's on this great sec team and now we're gonna say what because his second kid doesn't do anything in basketball now he's a bad guy or it just didn't work for this kid again i it is my opinion i do not enjoy watching parents yell at their kids from the stands at any at any level at all and I don't know, I, I guess I haven't watched a Kentucky game. Is, is, is he at Kentucky games yelling at Tyler, telling him to be tougher and uh, knock shit off, play better? I, don't, I would hope not. I mean, is he, is he like a poor man's LeVar Ball? But again, w- what happens now when the younger kids, Tyler's younger brothers, don't make it to Division I college basketball? And they're just not good at basketball. What happens? So now is his dad, now his dad doesn't get praised for that. So I don't like that this article, it almost gives credit to Chris for making Tyler who he is, making him a strong, a strong person. I have two boys of my own. One of them cannot handle me yelling at them. Can't. He cannot do it. And I take a lot of blame of where he's at in basketball right now or where he, you know, where I think he could be if I didn't yell at him for a lot of years. Cause I thought I was being I was, thought I was trying to make him tougher, right? To get through the to get thicker skin. And, I, and he does need thicker skin, but like me yelling at him, I don't think he's going to do that, right? And I got another kid that is as quick as, you could, as quick as you could be to probably tell me to F off. And I never really coached him. So I've tried to just kind of become this dad where I, I'm trying to be supportive of my kids, which I think we all need to be. And yeah, there's times when you have to be hard on them, right? I don't think it's from 15 rows up at a basketball game. I, I want my kids to be happy, you know? And, and I know if they love... If they love playing basketball, then I will be harder on them when they don't work on it in their in their spare time. Okay, but just because I, I my kid, if my kid ends up being really good at basketball, I'm not going to take credit because I yelled at him uh, all the time when he was in you know in ninth grade like a lunatic. So like Tyler Hero is good at basketball because Tyler Hero worked his ass off at being good at basketball, and he was blessed with being six four six five. And some people are just better shooters than others. There's, there's plenty of things in this world that people are just better at because you're born that way. Okay, that's just the reality of it. Okay, Tyler Hero's not at Kentucky because his dad yelled at him from the stands. So I wish this article would have taken everything of that out because it makes it it makes it seem like because Chris was so hard on Tyler, Tyler now knows, you know, how to be this great basketball player. And by the way, TBD on Tyler Hero being a great basketball player. It's to be determined, okay? He's had a very good freshman year, obviously. He was freshman of the year in the SEC. No one thought he was going to be as good as he is. I think that's, I think that's uh, not debatable. But it also brings me to another point now of something that I will debate about here. So also in the article, it drives me nuts here. 
the I don't think it was the mom or the dad of the family said, yeah, I, I, we just, you know, we thought he'd play like tw- maybe 20 minutes at Kentucky. We'd be happy if he played that much. I'd never expected this. Bullshit. He decommitted from Wisconsin to go to Kentucky because they wanted he, him to be one and done. That's, that is why. Okay. They knew that his best shot of getting to the NBA in one year was to go to Kentucky and not stay at Wisconsin. So all this crap about how they went to Kentucky and they didn't think he, they didn't know if he was going to play much or they're happy that he was just going to get 20 minutes. Bullshit. That is complete bullshit. They left Wisconsin to go to Kentucky for one and done. And that is fine. I 100% agree with that decision, right? Kentucky, Duke, Kansas, you want to be in the NBA, go there. But to lie about it is just ridiculous. And I think that's why a lot of Wisconsin fans are pissed off that he, I mean, he did commit it in a shitty way, whatever. He left Wisconsin out to dry. He left his AU program out to dry because when you, in AU, it's all about the shoes, right? Went from Under Armour school to a Nike school. That happened. So he plays for AU for this one program his whole entire life, basically. Under Armour school, Adidas slash Under Armour. Same thing as Wisconsin happened, what happened with Wisconsin. And then he decommits from Wisconsin, goes to a Nike AU program. So let's just not bring loyalty into this whole thing with the hero family in this story. And I just, yeah, that, that rubbed me the wrong way when they said that, that uh, they thought he was, he, they were surprised that he was playing this much at Kentucky. That's bullshit. They went to Kentucky to go one and done. And that's fine. Just admit it. Say, hey, we, we think Tyler's a really good player. We want to get him to the, I, I think he, he, I think I'm ready to be in the NBA or I can get to the NBA and this is the quickest way I can do it. I'm with you, man. I, I don't know why you freaking committed to Wisconsin in the first place. That's, you, people go to die there. You should have been at Kentucky in the first place. The problem is that you probably, you, you're from Wisconsin, you committed too early, and I get it, but I just think the, the way it ended was really, really bad. So, uh, as of now, I, I've seen mock drafts with heroes up to 20. That's crazy. I'm going to probably sign my papers to uh, declare for the draft this year as well. I think I got some juice left in me. But I've also seen mock drafts where he's not, you know, he's not being drafted at all. So who knows? I, I, I watch, I want to kind of come full circle here. You watch this Duke game and you watch Dawkins. And I, I asked Evan, and I know Evan's a Duke fan and he's probably not a hero fan either. But I'm like, okay, I know it's one game, but would you rather have Dawkins if you're in the NBA team or would you rather have Hero? Because Dawkins looked way better than Heroes looked all year, in my opinion. I've, and I've watched Hero a ton. I have watched Hero a ton. But I mean, Heroes 14, 4, and 2, 36 from 3, 36% from 3. Dawkins 15, 5, and 1 in the year, 39% from 3. Dawkins is bigger. I, I, I know Hero is a smart basketball player. Dawkins is a coach's son, man. That, that, that kid gets it. He looked like the real deal tonight. He looked like an NBA player tonight. And he's not in any mock drafts. So. I, I thought it was just kind of funny how people, how people evaluate other people. I mean, you got obviously Cam Reddish, who you know shot thirty three percent from three this year, and he's going to be like a top six pick, which is just ridiculous. He's a three and D guy, can't shoot threes, and he's stupid on defense and gets into foul trouble. All right, sign me up. Thank God none of my teams that I like are in the uh, top half of the draft of the NBA because I'd be, I would, I am terrified that Cam Reddish is going to be absolute garbage in the NBA. That's the March Madness first weekend where. Uh, Two rounds in, so we got the Sweet 16 coming on Thursday. Going to be some good games. This is when you want all the top teams to win, right? You don't want to watch this crap of these 12 seeds. Just It's fun to watch in the first day or the second day, but you want them to go so you can watch the top teams. I want to, I, I'm pretty sure everyone wants to see Duke, North Carolina in the championship, or Duke, Kentucky, right? I don't want to see Duke, Virginia, because no one wants to see Virginia play, because they just 
boring. But you want to see the you want to see the the big names, the big teams play. So let's hope for that. Last segment, you know, normally I do a dick move of the week. Dick came out with us on Thursday for some drinks, so that was fun. I my I also have a segment of uh, bad basketball call about uh, mis- mis- misunderstood rules. Don't have one of those this week. Uh, so we're gonna focus on a get your shit together, okay? And I don't know. I know I'm I'm getting old, right? I'm 41. Are Crocs in people? Seriously, are Crocs? Are people still wearing Crocs? Honest to God. Because I was with someone this weekend that were that swore up and down that Crocs were in, and then his friend also had a pair of Crocs on. Are Crocs in? I don't I don't want to live in a world where Tyler Hero is a lottery pick or even a first round pick and where people are wearing Crocs. I tell you what, if Tyler Hero shows up for the NBA draft in June and he's wearing Crocs, someone anyone has the has the right to get in a truck and drive me over with it. I don't want to live in that world. So people who wear Crocs, get your shit together. They're not in. They're not cool. Please do not wear them unless you're a nurse. And even then, I don't, are, we, are nurses still wearing Crocs? I don't know. What is the point of Crocs? Someone tweet at me. I don't... What the hell? Jesus. I don't know what's worse. Starting a fight at a wrestling tournament in youth sports or wearing freaking Crocs to a bar to watch basketball. Look at God. It's probably a good thing that Duke won tonight because I could have gone on a million different tangents uh, tonight had Duke lost. But they didn't. They won, and they're in the Sweet 16, and I'm happy, and all is right with the world, and this has been Straight Ballin'. We straight ballin'.